Hi, this is John Butter, Senior Earnings Analyst at FactSet, and welcome to this week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Insight Podcast. The FactSet Earnings Insight Podcast is based on content published in the FactSet Earnings Insight Report, which provides commentary and analysis on corporate earnings for the S&P 500 and is available each week on the FactSet website at www.factset.com. We'll start this week's podcast with an update of the key metrics for the first quarter earnings season for the S&P 500 as we're in the middle of the peak weeks of the earnings season. Then we'll discuss our topic of the week, which is profit margins for the S&P 500. Given concerns in the market on inflation, what is the S&P 500 reporting for an aggregate net profit margin for the first quarter? But first, let's provide an update for the first quarter earnings season for the index. At this point in time, more S&P 500 companies are beating EPS estimates than average, and beating EPS estimates by a wider margin than average. As a result, the index is reporting higher earnings for the first quarter today relative to the end of last week and relative to the end of the first quarter. The index is now reporting the highest year-over-year growth in earnings since the third quarter of 2010. Analysts also expect double-digit earnings growth for the remaining three quarters of 2021. These above-average growth rates are due to a combination of higher earnings for 2021 and an easier comparison to weaker earnings in 2020 due to the negative impact of COVID-19 on a number of industries. Overall, 25% of the companies in the S&P 500 have reported actual results for the first quarter to date. Of these companies, 84% have reported actual EPS above estimates, which is above the five-year average of 74%. If 84% is the final percentage for the quarter, It will tie the mark with the second quarter of 2020 and the third quarter of 2020 for the highest percentage of S&P 500 companies reporting a positive EPS surprise since FactSet began tracking this metric in 2008. In aggregate, companies are reporting earnings that are 23.6% above the estimates, which is also above the five-year average of 6.9%. If 23.6% is the final percentage for the quarter, it will mark the largest earnings surprise percentage reported by the index since FactSet began tracking this metric in 2008. Due to the number and magnitude of these positive EPS surprises, the index is reporting higher earnings for the first quarter today relative to the end of last week and relative to the end of the first quarter. The blended earnings growth rate for the first quarter is 33.8% today compared to an earnings growth rate of 30.3% last week and an earnings growth rate of 23.8% at the end of the first quarter back on March 31st. Now, as a reminder, when we use the term blended, we're referencing that the growth rate combines actual results for companies that have reported and estimated results for companies that have yet to report. Positive earnings surprises reported by American Express and Discover Financial Services in the financial sector, Johnson & Johnson, Danaher and HCA Healthcare in the healthcare sector, Intel in the information technology sector, and AT&T and Netflix in the communication services sector were the largest contributors to the improvement in overall earnings for the index during the past week. Positive earnings surprises reported by J.P. Morgan Chase, Goldman Sachs, Citigroup, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, and Morgan Stanley in the financial sector have been the largest contributors to the overall increase in earnings for the index since the end of the first quarter back on March 31st. If 33.8% is the actual growth rate for the quarter, it will mark the highest year-over-year earnings growth reported by the index since the third quarter of 2010, when the index reported growth of 34%. 
The unusually high growth rate is due to a combination of higher earnings in the first quarter of 2021 and an easier comparison to weaker earnings in the first quarter of 2020 due to the negative impact of COVID-19 on a number of industries. Nine sectors are reporting year-over-year earnings growth, led by the financial sector at 126%, the consumer discretionary sector at 112%, and the material sector at 52%. Two sectors are reporting a year-over-year decline in earnings, led by the industrial sector at a decline of 18%. Looking at future quarters, analysts project double-digit earnings growth for the remaining three quarters of 2021, with earnings growth expected to peak in the second quarter of 2021 at 55.4%. The forward 12-month P.E. ratio is 22.3, which is above the 5-year average and above the 10-year average. And during the week, 181 S&P 500 companies, including 10 Dow 30 components, are scheduled to report results for the first quarter. A number of high-profile technology companies are scheduled to report results during the week, including Apple, Microsoft, Amazon.com, Alphabet, and Facebook. Other high-profile companies scheduled to report during the week include Tesla, Visa, MasterCard, Comcast, and Merck. Now let's move on to our topic of the week, which is net profit margins for the S&P 500 for the first quarter. Concerns about inflation may be rising in the market. Consumer prices increased 2.6% year-over-year in March, compared to a 1.7% year-over-year increase in February, This marked the largest month-over-month increase in the CPI inflation rate since 2009. The jump in consumer inflation is being fed by higher producer prices. The March PPI was up 4.2% year-over-year, which was the largest year-over-year increase since September of 2011. In addition, 47 S&P 500 companies have cited the term inflation on their earnings calls for the first quarter to date, which is the highest number in more than 10 years. Given these inflation concerns, What is the S&P 500 reporting for a net profit margin for the first quarter? Well, the blended net profit margin for the S&P 500 for the first quarter is 11.6%, which is above the year-ago net profit margin of 9.3%, above the five-year average net profit margin of 10.6%, and above the previous quarter's net profit margin of 11%. In fact, if 11.6% is the actual net profit margin for the quarter, It will mark the third highest net profit margin reported by the index since FactSet began tracking this metric in 2008, trailing only the third quarter of 2018 at 12% and the second quarter of 2018 at 11.7%. At the sector level, nine sectors are reporting a year-over-year increase in their net profit margins in the first quarter of 2021 compared to the first quarter of 2020, led by the financial sector. However, only five sectors are reporting net profit margins that are above their five-year averages, again led by the financial sector. The financial sector is currently reporting a net profit margin of 21.5%. If this is the actual net profit margin for this sector, it will mark the highest net profit margin reported by the financial sector since FactSet began tracking this metric in 2008. The current record for the sector is 18%, which occurred in the first quarter of 2018. However, it should be noted that earnings and net profit margins for the financial sector are being boosted on a year-over-year basis due to a significant year-over-year decline in provisions for loan losses. These provisions for loan losses have no impact on top-line growth, but can have a substantial impact on bottom-line growth. For more details on loan loss provisions, please listen to last week's FactSet Earnings Insight podcast or read last week's FactSet Earnings Insight report. 
Analysts also believe net profit margins for the S&P 500 will continue to be above 11% for the remainder of 2021. As of today, the estimated net profit margins for the second quarter, third quarter, and fourth quarter of 2021 are 11.4%, 11.8%, and 11.8% respectively. This concludes our podcast for this week. Thank you for listening. For more information on the topics discussed today and other market-moving trends, please visit the FactSet website at www.factset.com and check out our full FactSet Earnings Insight report, our FactSet Insight blog, and our Street Account podcasts. And of course, stay tuned for next week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Insight podcast. Music.